Jesus, God, I love you. Thank you for letting us have fun in church. God, you bring joy. God, help us to never forget that, that you are joy, and it's okay to smile sometimes. Jesus, thank you for being you. God, I pray in these next few minutes you speak through me. Um, let your will be done. Forgive Pierce, Kieran, and Merle for jumping me in the restrooms. And uh, actually, you don't have to. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so the other day, I was driving home from church. And there's a lot of times where, when I'm prepping for sermons where God will just drop bombs on me. Y'all ever had like a God bomb dropped on you before? All right, cool. Get ready for Winterfest because if you're going, there's going to be bombs dropped. It's incredible. I'm so pumped. Um, also... I had somebody come to me um, last week, and this person said, and I want to remain anonymous, they said, if you know of somebody who wants to go to Winterfest but cannot pay for Winterfest, let me know. He said, I don't care how many people it is or who it is. Let me know. So if you want to go to Winterfest, find me tonight, and I got you. And the church said, amen. amen. Beautiful. Somebody say virtual church. So I'm driving home on Sunday. I, I own a home out in Tullahoma, so I got a little bit of a drive every time I come out to the church. So I'm driving home, and I pass by a church, and the church sign said virtual church. And in that moment, God just dropped a bomb on me. He said, Rob, this is how God talks to me. He said, look up the definition of virtual. I'm like, oh, okay. I told you, I'm a definitions guy. I'm going to tell you the definition of virtual here in a second. Somebody say virtual church. We're going to be reading from 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 5. It says this, But realize this, that in the last days difficult times will come. Somebody say difficult times. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, slanderers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Verse 5, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. Avoid such people as these. Jesus, speak to me these next few minutes. God, I love you. These quick couple minutes while we're going to talk and then jump into our crew time. God, speak through me. Let your will be done. And God, help us to not be a virtual church. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Can I be honest with you guys? Is that cool? COVID sucks. Do you guys agree that COVID is, that COVID is horrible? Great. I hate COVID. Um, every aspect of it. The parts of losing family members or almost losing people we care about. Um, losing loved ones. The sickness. The separation. The societal changes. I hate it all. It is the worst. One part that I really hated um, was like last year and the year before was at times when we had to shut church down. Do y'all remember last year during, it was in the middle of tribe wars in the spring. Um, we we're hitting, gro- we had all kinds of people coming. We we're about to hit triple digits, which we had never done before at Gateway Students. We we're going, we started like 15 students and then like a month and a half, y'all made it to where we have like 80 or 90 students on a typical Wednesday night. It was nuts. And we're going. It's hard. It's incredible. Going hard. Boom, boom, boom. And then screeching halt, COVID hits. And now we got to do gateway students try to do tribors over Zoom. Do you guys remember that? That was horrible. We did our best 
I mean, we did like the little songs. We did a quick devotion. We even tried playing a game over Zoom. I mean, it's better than nothing. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate that we're able to do it. But man, it is not the same as watching Emma Bentley almost fighting people while doing tug of war. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not the same. It's not the same. Did she yell at people over Zoom? I'm not going to talk about it, but it's not the same to have that. You know, I hate it. I love that we get to be together. It wasn't the same. The definition of virtual, and I told you I'd say it. I'm going to say it a couple times tonight before we jump into your cruise. The definition of virtual is this. Very close to being something without actually being it. I'm going to say it one more time. Very close to being something without actually being it. I think we as a church, not Gateway, but we as the Christian Big C Church of America, Church of the World, the Christian church as a whole, we became a virtual church way before COVID was a thing. We became a church that was very close to being something without actually being it. My first point tonight, if you're taking notes, is this, is difficult times. I'm going to say difficult. difficult. One more time, say it like this, say difficult times. Difficult times, difficult times are, well, they're difficult. Um, 2 Timothy 3.1 says this, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. I think if we're honest, this pandemic has been difficult. Right? I think when you put it into perspective, uh, Robbie is now older. He's just celebrated his second birthday a couple weeks back, uh, Christmas Eve. It was awesome. Um, Robbie was born, and his entire life, COVID has been a thing. The entirety of his life, COVID has been a thing. So it's been difficult. I don't know if you guys remember back in uh, the beginning of 2020 when they said it's going to be a two-week thing and then it's done. COVID has been a difficult time. We've lost people because of it. People we love, we've lost them. People we cared about, they're gone. We have all seen a negative impact because of COVID that it's made on the society. We're living in a difficult time. Psalms 9 verse 9 says this, The Lord also will be a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. What I love about God is that when times are rough, when we're in these difficult times, God is there. When everyone else seems to be gone and everything else seems to fade away and things we use for comfort to keep us safe is gone, God is still there. said he's a stronghold for the oppressed. I told you, definitions. The definition of stronghold is this, a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attack. Are you down? Are you insecure? Are you broken? Are you oppressed? Are you hurting? Are you alone? Do you feel unsafe? Are you living in a difficult time? He is your stronghold. I want to say difficult times. Second point tonight is this, is evil people. Somebody say evil. Don't look at anybody across the room. 2 Timothy 3, verses 2 through 4 says this. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, slanderers, disobedient to parents, 
ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious, gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. The definition of evil is this. Profoundly immoral or wicked. Somebody say wicked. Have you ever met somebody like that? Have you ever met somebody that they are in that list of people? They, I think if we're honest with ourselves and we take our religious masks off for a moment, we all fit into one of these categories, or maybe more if we're honest. Full of ourselves, greedy, boastful, arrogant, slanderer, meaning lying about somebody's reputation. <clears throat> Disobedient, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving. You don't forgive people when they do you dirty. Gossiper. Hey, pause. That includes listening to somebody talk bad about other people. That's gossip. I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, hey, you know, if you call people out when they're gossiping to you, they'll stop gossiping to you. Mic drop. Um, Unpause. No self-control. Meet somebody that's brutal, like attacking their youth pastor in the restroom. <laughs> Hater of what is good. Liar, reckless, conceited. Do you love yourself more than you love God? I think if we're honest, we all fit into at least one of those categories if we aren't careful. It's because our nature... Our human nature is flawed. We are corrupt in our hearts. Jeremiah 17, 9 says this, The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? By nature, our hearts are evil. They're broken. They're corrupt. Ever since sin was introduced by Adam and Eve at the beginning of time, everyone born since then, their hearts have been corrupt, evil, ready to fall, ready to fail. Robbie's great, but his heart is evil. It is. Today, I feel bad. I was, I was talking with Michael and Haley in my office, and they brought Mikey, who is one of Robbie's friends from nursery, but Robbie had a hairbrush, and he hit Mikey in the head with it. <laughs> Mikey's tough, but he got hit in the head with a wooden hairbrush. By nature, we are evil. Hannah needs a spanking more. I don't do that. <laughs> I do. However, just because we are naturally evil is not an excuse to stay that way. Because you are born into sin is not an excuse to stay into sin. Because God loved us so much in our brokenness, he came to earth wrapped in flesh as a man named Jesus, and he sacrificed himself so that we could be reconciled to him. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Therefore, if anyone... Somebody say anyone. anyone. Include the people that you don't think they deserve grace. Anyone. Therefore, if the girl with a really bad reputation is in Christ. Therefore, if the kid who struggles with homosexuality is in Christ. Therefore, if the super religious person who grew up in church and thinks they're better than everyone else is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things pass away. Behold, new things have come. Before Jesus, we by nature were evil. We were. However, now we have an opportunity to be considered new. Amen? Amen. Somebody say evil people. Evil people. 
And my last point tonight is this, and you guys can stand, is virtual church. Somebody say virtual. Second Timothy 3, 5 says this. Holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power, avoid such people as these. Mar, you can come play behind me. I'm closing. Virtual. The definition, one more time, is this. Very close to being something without actually being it. 2 Timothy 3, 5, one more time. I really want you to get this. Holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power, avoid such people as these. Paul in this passage was talking to a young minister named Timothy. The part that sticks out to me the most is this. Holding to a form of godliness. That means that Paul, the people he was talking about, were people that knew how to look godly. They knew how to play church and pretend to be Christ-like. They were virtually Christians. They were almost it. They were very close to being Christ-like. They had a form of godliness, but they lived like they were evil. They, like us, if we're not careful, were a virtual church. Once we realize that we as followers of Christ become the temple of the Holy Spirit, meaning that he lives inside of us, we should realize that we don't have to keep falling to the old evil things that we once fell to. He made us new. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says this, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Another passage says it like this, Don't you realize that together you have become God's inner sanctuary? And the Spirit of God makes His permanent home in you. You don't have to be almost something. You can be something great. You don't have to be a virtual Christian. You can be a disciple. You can be a temple of the Holy Spirit.